Welcome to the League Podcast. I'm your host, Trollback Thursday. It's week 10, part 2. I hope you caught part 1 with the triumphant return of the Oracle to the podcast. On part 2, we do a franchise spotlight and interview the manager of that team as we welcome Andy Davis into the podcast. Before we welcome the manager of Just Win Baby, the man we call Andy Davis onto the podcast, just want to do a quick franchise spotlight to talk about his history here in the league. Andy joined the league in 2007, uh, so he's now in his 12th year. Andy has made the playoffs nine times, which is pretty impressive. Unfortunately, he has just two playoff wins to his record. Prior to last year when, when he missed the playoffs, he had made the playoffs for six straight years. Andy is our are really our only member that does not live in the general Wareham, Massachusetts area. Uh, he, he moved out to San Diego a couple years back. So he has done his all of his drafting via Skype or via, via Google Doc. Andy has had some memorable draft moments. Uh, going back to when I first was introduced to Andy, he sent his dad as a proxy back in, in my first year in the league in uh, 2010 when his da- dad went on to draft Peyton Manning in the year he did not play. He also drafted uh, two kickers in the middle rounds, uh, hashtag trade bait. Since then, he's made some very interesting draft picks, including picking up Mark Ingram that we all laughed at when he blew up that year. And Andy is a lifelong New York Giants fan, so we... Expect him to draft Giants players. And this year he did. He drafted Odell Beckham, who he promptly traded away. So without further ado, I'd like to kick it over to our interview of the man we call Andy Davis. All right. Joining the podcast this week, we have a very special guest. We have the manager of Just Win Baby, hot off uh, an upset victory last week over Bowser Damas. We have Andy. Andy, how you doing, buddy? I am doing well. Coming off a, a back-to-back win week, pretty much doubled my wins for the week. I, I can't do math right now, but I went from one to three, so tripled it, you know? Yeah. Uh, feeling good. You jumped from the 12th seed up to the 8th seed in playoff contention. Thank God for this league. I'll tell you that much. We got a lot of people at the bottom, a lot of people at the top, so a couple of lucky wins here and there they, you know, changes the season around. That's all it takes, my friend. That's all it takes. So, uh, like you said, you get a cu- you get a couple wins under your belt the last couple weeks. Uh, you're playing the Oracle this week. You're playing Pyres. Oh, my favorite. Every the league's favorite. Let's put it that way. Well, here's the thing, right? You got you got uh, the Oracle at just the right time. He's got AJ Green that's hurt. He's got barely one quarterback. Um, he's playing. Looks like John Ross and Josh Adams this week. So, uh, looking at the numbers, you have a legitimate shot, my friend. Yeah, yeah, but I, I wouldn't put John Ross out yet with AJ Green being out. John Ross, he's he's due. It seems like you know he's got big playability. So I'm not, you know, I'm not trusting the the Yahoo, uh, you know, whatever you call it, expectations or whatever. Um, but we'll see. You know, it is it is a close matchup from from what I'm looking at. I'm still kind of flipping between Bortles and Mullins. Um, both are playing, you know, not the best defenses. So we'll see what happens. I'm I'm leaning towards Mullins because the Giants D, as much as I hate to say that as a Giants fan, um, you know, they're coming off a bye week, but in, in my eyes, they've been on a bye week the entire season. So 
I think I might roll Mullins, but that might be a game time decision. So I want to get back to the matchup here in a second, but I just want to jump back to earlier in the season. So one of the early mm-hmm. trades in the league this year is you traded Odell Beckham when you lost Jimmy Garoppolo to get Blake Bortles. Uh, mm-hmm. You also picked up Larry Fitzgerald in the trade. So was there something that you knew about what was going, going to happen with that short slump that uh, Odell Beckham had, or was it just that you needed to make a move? It looked like the right pieces for you. So a little bit of both. Being as frustrated as I was watching the Giants as a fan, <laughs> Like Eli does not even have, you know, a second in the pocket and he's forced in different plays. I, I just couldn't see, I, I felt like Odell wasn't getting the ball enough. And even then I just felt like we couldn't get anything going around him. And I say we as, as if I'm on the team, but I'm not <laughs> clearly. Um, but looking at that trade, I thought Larry Fitz was going to be a lot better and he's turning a new tide now. So, I'm excited about that. I want to see where it goes with Rosen behind the snap. Um, but I needed a quarterback, plain and simple. I put a lot of faith in Jimmy Garoppolo this year. Um, you know, historically, I drafted a quarterback in the first two rounds. Um, I mean, Pete will probably look at the stats for that. I want to say for the, I don't know, for a number of years, I was going one and two quarterbacks because I knew how, uh, you know, how important they were to our two QB league. But I don't know. I put a lot of faith in Garoppolo. I thought he was going to be the real deal this year. So he, he was my, my sweet sleeper. And, man, seeing him go down was terrible. So I had to make some sort of moves. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling a little bit like just – I'm not going to say I feel like I'm in the eighth seed, although I am. I don't feel like that's locked. i got to make some more moves to, to make this happen. So, But for the time being, I'm feeling good. Well, you've made a lot of moves this season. So uh... – I'm just going to name off some players, not in any specific trade, but players that you've get, that you've traded away from your roster this year. <laughs> Odell Beckham, uh, Kareem Hunt, Brandon Cooks, uh, Travis Kelsey. Uh, let's see, who else have you given up? Rob Gronkowski. Uh, any 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 other big names I'm missing here? I mean that that that's a laundry list of studs that have moved away from your roster. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now you've had a lot of injuries, you've, but you, you've tried to make these moves to try to make your roster better. So, getting back to your matchup this week, how do you feel about your roster going into this week? So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not hitting the panic button. Let's just put it that way. Um, looking at it, and on top of this, right? So you name those names, right? Kelsey, uh, Odell, uh, who else? Hunt. You know, all those are my top three picks that I let go. Uh, on top of that, Jacksonville defense, I think it was the first team to draft a defense, yeah. so I, I put my faith in Jacksonville. They're not on my team anymore. Um, so my draft alone with Jimmy Garoppolo thrown in there, just absolute travesty. Uh, so I had to let go of big names in order to make something happen, to give my team more depth. I feel pretty good in the depth. I'm not saying I have any studs. I clearly don't. Um, you know, if Marlon Mack really turns into something, last couple of weeks he's been great. We'll see what happens there. Uh, Larry Fitz has been great the last couple of weeks. Um, quarterbacks are just horrendous, um, to, to put it lightly. Mariota, I can't I, – I was, I was on Pete's team with that, thinking that Mariota was going to have a breakout year here. But, I mean, that's been hit or miss. Uh, last week he, he's come in a little bit. So, so we'll see what happens if he can ride that out. But 
ultimately, I, I feel good about Edelman. I feel good about Jarvis Landry. Larry Fitz on the up and up. Um, with Freeman out, Coleman, I mean, last week he had a monster week. We'll see what happens. Um, Marlon Mack, we'll see. I, I still think that he has a lot of potential. I mean, we've seen it the last couple of weeks. Jared Cook busted last week for me, but uh, luckily I was still able to pull it off, uh, get that W. But Jared Cook's got some talent, so we'll see how that happens on a terrible, terrible Raiders team. Um, but, yeah, and then kicker is defense. I mean, I'm, I'm riding different ones each week, so we'll see how, how that works out. But um, bench-wise, Eckler, I know you want him. And I'm sorry, but if Gordon goes down, that's that's my horse. I, I hear you. And then, I mean, I don't need to go player for player, but uh, I want to mention Chris Carson as well. I mean, he's they're, they're working him in there. He's not producing, but I feel like at any given week, he can just pull something out, right? So I mean, he's had some big we'll weeks, and that, that's now seemingly a run-first team. So he's had a couple of 20-point. Yeah, yeah. yeah, a couple of hundred-yard games. Um but yeah, we'll see. I mean, so I have, I, I, I feel like I have some running back depth, but what I'm seeing in the trade market, I'm just, and when I say running back depth, I'm not saying I have ones, but you know, I, well, I got enough twos and threes that people would be interested in. Yeah. And then somewhere deep down there in the, the basement of your, of your bench, you have Le'Veon Bell. Oh yeah. Did I forget to mention Le'Veon? He's not popping up because he's on the IR right now, but, yeah. Or actually, uh, no. Where is he? Yeah, he's in your IR spot. Um, it's, it's some some by Trump, some travesty of justice. They allow Le'Veon Bell in the IR slot, even though he's he's healthy. So um, don't tell the commission. No, I mean he 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 would do the same thing. So um, so I guess the question becomes, you know, trade deadline is next Friday. You know, week from mm-hmm. tomorrow as we record this. Um, if you don't win this week, do you have to trade him to get something to win now? Because he may not play until week twelve or thirteen, or do you or do you just hold on to him and hope that somehow you squeak into the playoffs? Because he's he's pretty worthless for you after week thirteen if you don't make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, well, I'll say this: I'm not getting enough in the trade market where I feel like it's worth giving him up. You know, I'm getting a lot of. Uh, I guess like interchangeable depth players, like maybe I can start them every other week. I hate that because I always seem to make the wrong decision when I have kind of similar talented players. So the way I've seen it right now, I'd rather roll out, um, you know, going in, I don't know. I'd rather put my faith in Le'Veon and him coming back. Although I I can't even see him starting the way John Connor's playing. Um, amazing. Sorry. Terminator reference. Um, I just, I don't know. Right now, I feel like he could be big, but we'll have to see. I, I just don't see enough in the market to, to let him go at this point. Um, and that's, that's another thing, too. I know I'm frustrating to trade with because a lot of the times I'm just holding on to players because I want to, and I feel like there could be something there, um, you know, kind of referencing the Eckler move there. I know you've been trying to get him for me for a while. Um, I just feel like, you know, there's there's potential there especially with the hamstring injury to Gordon. Um, but I don't know. I feel like Bell is something I still want to stash for a little bit. If I see something in the next week, he's definitely movable. Anybody on my team's movable. Um, you know, because at, at this point I got to, I mean, with the way the league's set up right now, I, I don't necessarily have to win out, but I got to come close, you know? Yeah. 
Um, I mean, I, I have to say for a team that has scored as few as points as, as yours has and is has got three wins, I like the roster. I mean, the quarterbacks are, as you know, atrocious. But you've got, you know, a bunch of wide receiver two and threes. You've got a whole stable of RB2s. Uh, I think Mac probably is on the borderline when he's healthy of being an RB1. Uh, Tevin Coleman can flirt with that on a given week. Um, you've got a top six tight end. Like, I, I, I don't hate it. Um, it. The problem is having them all hit at the same time. <laughs> that's that's always a tough part. I, I, I hear you on having those interchangeable pieces because you feel like I always play the wrong one. Um, I'm playing the same game with wide receiver right now. Mine are good players that aren't playing well. Um, so I, I, I totally hear you on that. Um, so look at the remaining schedule. You got, you got the Oracle this week. Um, uh, trying to pull up your schedule here. So you have uh, a matchup with Pete, uh, the, the executioner is in week. That'll be a fun matchup to, uh, end out the fantasy regular season. And then you Can't got, wait. you got two, two and seven teams coming up. You got, you got Goon Squad and Ayatollah. So it is not out of the realm of possibility that should you, even even if you lose this week, you can win at least two out of the next three. Well, Goon Squad and Ayatollah, those are the big ones. Yeah. As long as I can keep them down and get a, a win on them, then I think that I feel like I could lock in that eight. But we'll see. I mean, a week against Pete, I want to say it was last year, and I might be uh, speaking incorrectly here, but I want to say last year our rivalry week had a lot to do with it, uh, the playoff standings, Pete and myself. Um, but I'm probably misremembering. I want to say I beat him, but then I still lost out due to points, which is a total re- realistic pop- possibility this year with the way I, you know, my slow start and all. But I don't know. I, I think week 13 could be big. Yeah, I mean, you 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 have one of the teams to watch coming down the stretch. The, uh, you know, I, as I said it like a thousand times, both on the podcast and the chat everywhere, all you have to do is make the playoffs, and then anything can happen. Um, True. You know, what, looking at the the bottom five six teams uh, in the standings, it it's going to be fun to watch to see how everything shapes out because you know that. Yeah, that rotation of teams has rotated between eight and twelve multiple times already. It's fun to see you in the eighth spot. Um, you know, I do like to see a team that makes a lot of trades. You know, win out in the end. Um, you know, I like to. I, I always like to encourage people to be open on the trade market. Uh, and you've you've made, I mean, say for Craig because wow, uh, I think you've made the most trades. So keep it up, my friend. Yeah, and this week is just. This is when trade season really begins. People are going to be hungry to get a deal. Pyres is going to, you know, just run somebody down. The, <laughs> the way I look at Pyres, when it comes to it, all right. Sorry, should I? Uh, I That's should okay. No, 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 you're good. You're good. All right. <laughs> the way I look at the Oracle is like the scene in Billy Madison when he's trying to, uh, Adam Sandler's trying to trade a banana for the snack pack. <laughs> and he's just sitting there, just, you know, like I feel like the Oracle will actually convince somebody their favorite color is yellow to trade him that banana. So I'm 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 curious to see who he ends up running down. Um, I feel like it's almost for me anyway. I'm like I, I don't even want to deal with them, 
and I love it. I love every second until I see something that's really noteworthy, but I'm going to always be skeptical. Yeah, and I'm not absolutely. trying to ruin his trade game. I just, I, I know he's relentless and I love every second of it. I know Craig can be the same way. I mean, me and Craig were texting back and forth. I think I had like 300 text messages in the matter of 20 minutes from Craig being like, okay, how about this? How about this? How about this? Like, I'm excited to see how this trade week next week goes. Um, see if anybody makes a move. See if Ayatollah shows up. I know he's been silent being out of the chat, but let's see. I, I'm, I'm just excited about it. I'm definitely ready to make a move if, if uh, you know, anybody's ready. I know Pete's probably sitting there right now. If you're feeling froggy, send me something. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm ready to see uh, some lineups get shaken up a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the bye weeks are starting to pass. There are some QB3s available for some QB-needy teams. Uh, guys like Baker Mayfield, Joe Flacco. Um, maybe not guys that you necessarily want to start every week, but coming down the stretch might have a good schedule or might just be better than what you're rolling out. Um, so it'd be fun to see some some teams moving. Um, yeah. Uh, I got to say, I think uh, Goon Squad... He's sitting right now in 12. I mean, we, we all saw how easy it is to jump four places the way I did last week. But, man, Luck, Wentz, and Flacco. Yeah. I think he has some chips to make some moves. Uh, I, I want to see Goon Squad do something with those QBs. Yeah, I think the, I don't ti- see it. The, the timing for him is terrible, though. I think he's getting married, like, next week, right? That's true, yeah. He's going <laughs> to be down in Mexico living it up, not even yeah. paying attention. Yeah, so that 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 might be a dead roster walking, but uh, you know we'll we'll wish everyone the best of luck. Um, of so, course, in in a happy marriage for yeah, uh, sure, yeah, for uh, you know the goon squad <laughs> and and his his lady to be, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so let let me ask you this: I just while we're talking trades, have you been getting this a lot lately in the trade market? Somebody will ask you if somebody's if if somebody's available. And they go, mm-hmm. and you go, yeah, sure. And then they go, all right, look at my roster and make me an offer. I'm like, dude, you're asking me, yeah. a player, make your own fucking trade. Like, it's killing me that people are just so lazy in the trade market. Like, oh, yeah, well, send me something. No, you're reaching out to me. If you want a player, offer me a trade. Like, I, I feel bad that I've been as relentless with you about, about Austin Eckler. I'm like, let me just throw out this guy. Let me throw out this guy. Oh, let me throw out that same guy again. Maybe he changed his mind. Like, at least I'm putting the effort to, like, look at your roster, see who you think I think you might need or where your I I see as a opportunity for improvement on your roster. And I'll send you something I think works for you. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, you know, I sent you like Crabtree a hundred times. I I get that. And well, honestly, no, that was I was just going to bring that up. So I'm sorry to interrupt. But the fact that you did Crabtree and Eckler, right? Uh-huh. Crabtree for Eckler. I did it once. I sat on it for probably two, three hours, being like, ah. At that point, I didn't have. Um, you didn't have Jarvis. Who's on my team? Yeah, I didn't have Jarvis Landry. So that to me was it was an attractive, it was an attractive offer. And I was like, ah, but what am I giving up? You know, and, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm playing this as a what if type scenario. Like, what if Gordon goes down? I said it like three yeah, times. Gordon hadn't really come but, back yet, so that was a yeah. total like, yeah. That was a chip still at that point. But then you sent you sent me something else. We went back and forth. And then you ended it again with Crabtree for Eckler. And I sat on it again for a while. <laughs> being like, ah, should I 
Dude, so I honestly, I applaud you for that move because I was really, I was on the cuff. I was ready, ready to jump at that one. Um, but ultimately I didn't, but I still, I still applaud you for that move because it, it really was close. Well, I was, just, I was running all sorts of numbers over here, just trying to figure it out. It's funny. Cause I, I've been hearing a lot of like, here's how the trade happened after the fact with, with like a lot of Craig stuff and a lot of Pete stuff. And it ends up being like, somebody throws in an offer. They do a bunch of counter offers and they end up coming back and doing this, the same offer that they originally threw out there. So like, let me just try that and see what, see what happens. But, um, <laughs> You know, I, I always got my mind on just trying to get Eckler just for the handcuff. I like personally, I don't see him as a having a lot of standalone value. And even as a handcuff, he's he's not Melvin Gordon. Uh, but I figure, you know, just better to be safe than sorry. But like I I saw uh Balsterdamas drop Mike Davis, and I'm like, ooh, Andy's got Chris Carson. Maybe I'll pick him up and see if see if he'll just swap. Like, all right, here here's you know, trade the handcuffs. Mike Davis got like 25 points a, a couple of weeks when Carson was out. Let me just, I, I picked him up just for that reason. And he's probably just going to sit there. And yeah. the bench. Anyway. <laughs> I, so I did not see the, the Mike Davis drop. Yeah. It was, it would have been, like been on it. And yeah, it was like three in the morning for you. Yeah. <laughs> I was looking, I was looking at uh, your roster actually not today, but yesterday. Uh, and typically I, well, today's Thursday. I, I don't like to trade before Wednesday, so everybody's always saying trade Tuesday. But I'm like, oh, let me see who I can pick up. Yeah. This week was a little different because I didn't really see anybody worth picking up. Um, unless Davis was there, and I totally overlooked it. But I was really looking at your roster uh, yesterday being like, oh, man, who can I get? What, what can I package? Because I didn't want to do Davis for Eckler straight up. Because Carson's yeah. still, I mean, at the end of the day, likely on my bench. Yeah. Um, because I believe Mac and Coleman have passed their weeks or their bye weeks. So have, yeah. for me, I'm like, eh, is it worth it or not? Yeah, yeah Max, so. if Mac stays healthy, you're just going to roll with him. Yeah, I think that's going to be the case there. But, you know, for me, it's like I'm not hitting the panic button yet. So I'm not going to, you know, and I, I was close to it at first. Hence letting go of people like Kareem Hunt, Odell Beckham, Travis Kelsey. But I knew – if I was trading big chips like that, I was going to get some depth in return. Um, people like, you know, Julian Edelman, who I think I sat on for a week while he was suspended, but he's yep. been consistent and everybody's trying to get him from me. Um, and I just feel like having that, you know, probably 12 to 18 points a week is something I need to count on. So I'm looking for some consistency and then, you know, some boom or bust type stuff like that. I almost took Watkins off of, um, off of the Oracle's hands, but I couldn't bring myself to do that. Yeah. Hearing the recent news, I'm happy I didn't. But, you know, if somebody if a receiver is going to put up 20-something points, you know, it always turns an eye a little bit. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with my consistency as long as I can get some, some more boom out of my players. And I think uh, with Freeman out, Tevin Coleman has that, uh, that big playability like he did last week. Um, I'm hoping Mac continues the same. And uh, the, <laughs> the quarterbacks, anybody listen to this, if you have some attractive quarterbacks, the offers, like, you know, I'm looking at you, Goon Squad. I know you're getting married, but I need something, uh, yeah. you know, to kind of replenish my, my QB spots. But um, otherwise, you know, I'm, I think anything can happen still in this league, which I'm really excited about. 
All right, man. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to be on the podcast. I want to get you on here for a while, so I'm glad you're able to jump on. Um, best of luck this week. I hope you beat the Oracle because I hope everybody beats the Oracle. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so good luck this week, man. And thanks for coming on. Much appreciated. Good luck to you in your matchup as well. Hello. We are not available now. Please leave your name and phone number after the beep. We will return your call. We are now boarding flight 262 to Cancun. Would passenger Sharice P. please report to the duty-free store? There is a young man with what appears to be a painted-on beard claiming to be your husband. He was detained while attempting to purchase a 60-rack of 6-ounce Bud Light cans. Would you please collect your son? That is going to be it this week on the League Podcast. Special thanks to Andy Davis, the manager of Just Win Baby, for dropping by the podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, at the League FF. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Tell your friends. We'll see you next time, and best of luck out there.